3: Wherever you listen.
4: Hello and welcome. It's our number two, hour two, in the right order. This podcast put together in the right order. I know our friend, she lives in Vegas, but occasionally she's in the, well, she's from the north, the northeast, and she uh, she, she complains sometimes, uh, Patricia, because uh, some people put the podcast in the wrong way, but it is in the right way today, so everything's good. And this hour of the podcast, would the Seahawks want to trade for Lamar Jackson? And is there a team willing to pay the current Seattle quarterback, Geno Smith, in a long-term contract? And what do you make of Richard Sherman, the old NFL player, now getting into the rumor-mongering business? We'll talk about all that and much more. Here it is, hour number two. Now, that is an original take. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. A consortium as we provide shoe leather reporting, unless we don't, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and blisteringly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the Twister, as we play Twist the Words Around, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead this hour, we're going to do something a little different here. We will be talking about this particular player for some time. He's a certain quarterback who may or may not be changing teams. And when you do a sports radio show, if you ever get one of these jobs, they're good jobs to get. But if you ever get one, you spend a lot of time concerning yourself with where players are going to go. And since there's no NFL playoff football to break down immediately, games aren't until this weekend. I know we're we're getting closer, but we're not quite there yet. So our lead comes out of the Pacific Northwest after an unexpected playoff run. Playoffs in Seattle. The Seahawks were projected to be one of the bottom five teams in the NFL. They make the playoffs, so they're one of the top 14 teams. There is radio chatter that the Seattle Seahawks could shake things up. You know how you go down to a, a restaurant, they got the salt, they got the pepper. You could shake the salt, shake the pepper. So, they're considering taking the salt and the pepper and shaking it up on the happiness train. A juicy rumor has been planted by a popular franchise icon. Someone that is so popular they can drive drunk, crash their car, bang on a door, scare kids, and not get in any trouble. If you haven't heard, maybe not, Richard Sherman is back and. He's tossed out a nugget. Is it true that the Seahawks would love to trade Geno Smith to the Baltimore Ravens in the sign-and-trade deal to get Lamar Jackson from Baltimore into Seattle? Now, that came out of the mouth of Richard Sherman. He's floating that out there into the Cosmos. That very rumor on his fledgling podcast, the retired defensive back who still has many, many ties to the Pacific Northwest is now going gossip hound. I love it. All right, let's discuss the question. Would would the Seahawks want Lamar Jackson? They had a winning year with a guy that's not very good in Geno Smith. If you look at the career arc of Geno Smith, would they want a player like Lamar Jackson? And so I'm nodding my head. Yes, of course you would. Why would you not? I've got Corvette, adult bibs, and mind trick. And we will lock all of these random things together. And we are going to mesmerize you unless we don't. So number one. Number one. Number one. The Seahawks and Lamar Jackson have no connection. See, that's the that's the part of this that I have a problem with, but typically you've got to have some kind of family ties. And, and maybe I missed it, and it's possible, but I, I see no connection. There is a connection to the Jets. There's a connection to some other teams for Lamar Jackson, people that used to work for the Ravens or knew him in college. I don't see any of that in Seattle. So normally over the years, if you look at the comps, These mega trades, it's like somebody in the organization knew this guy, and that's why we we want him. You rarely go picking up a hitchhiker, some stranger. Now, that said, Richard Sherman is the wrinkle. He's the one that's tossing this seedy football gossip out, and he's got many friends outside and inside the Seahawk facility. Is it possible? That Sherman is being used as a useful idiot in the media. Has this been floated to Sherman and then he is repeating it? So I have a theory on this. That Sherman was out cleaning. He was helping Pete Carroll clean his garage. And he stumbled on some classified Seahawk documents that were found near his prized the classic Corvette there. And he's just repeating them. That's the ticket right there. He just He was cleaning out the garage. He found them. And he just wanted to repeat this message. The Seahawks would be, they would be head and shoulders above the rest of the NFL if they were able to flip a career backup. The kind of player, Geno Smith, when you you find out your team got him, you said, oh crap, we're screwed if that guy plays, Geno Smith. But to turn one season of Geno Smith into. A former MVP, and I, you know, Lamar's got his issues. Everyone's got their issues, but the, the, he's a much better ball player than Geno Smith. I mean, think about that. And it's like if it was the stock market; it's buying a it's buying a penny stock, and then that penny stock goes up, and then you sell it for a a blue chip stock. Check, mate. If that happens, now Seattle was able to squeeze out this surprising season from their career clipboard cowboy. And I'd like to point out here that Geno Smith did show signs of regression as the season got later and later and later, that he certainly was in the playoff game in the second half the Duke of Puke. He was the Duke of Puke against the 49ers. It was a one-point game at halftime. Seattle had the lead, and Gino. Sucked at a time you cannot suck. He was pantsed by the 49er defense on a gloomy, rainy day in the Bay. He's also past his athletic prime. He'll be past that expiration date next season, Geno Smith. So he's not a guy that you build around for the next five or six years. He's a placeholder. He's a stopgap. And clearly Geno Smith is not going to be enough to woo the Ravens to get them all horny to make a trade for Lamar Jackson. I don't care how big a malcontent you think Lamar Jackson is, they're not just going to flip him for Geno Smith. Uh, That's not going to happen. So in order to grease the wheels, you'd have to trade some of that draft capital that you got from the Denver Broncos to sweeten the pot. Put a little more powdered sugar in there to sweeten the pot. Now, page two, is there a team willing to pay Geno Smith in a long-term contract. Now, you know my position on this. I wouldn't be that team, but the answer is yes, that Geno Smith will find the pot of gold. There shouldn't be that team, but my experience tells me that there will be that team. At the bare minimum, he's going to get the franchise tag, but the NFL is a—it's— a metropolis known as being on the outskirts of Suckersville. And we have been burned too many times. I can't begin to tell you over the years I've done this where I've come in here and I've said, there's no way you pay that guy. That guy's a mama Luke. And then I got to come back and the guy got paid. Right? There's so many incompetent stumble-bum quarterbacks who get paid by more incompetent executives who don't have any foresight and it's all about the right marketing campaign. Geno Smith can secure a truck full of pesos. And you look around. And Kyler Murray blows. He's undersized. He's been hurt the last couple of years. He's addicted to video games. That's his life's passion, not football. He's got a little Napoleon complex. And he got paid. He got paid. Sulking on the sidelines. Deshaun Watson, the creepy quarterback. Right, Big stats on losing teams the last uh, uh, stretch of games there in Houston. He gets a record-setting contract from the pathetic Cleveland Browns, the joke of the NFL, while he was in the middle of being investigated for hanky-panky massages, which is still not done, by the way. There's still outstanding claims against Watson, at least one in civil court, and he paid out a bunch of hush money, and the Browns are like, yeah, We'll pay that guy. And they went out, they played him, had a losing record with Deshaun Watson when he started games this year. There are other older examples. If you want to go way back, if you're old enough to remember, there's a guy named Matt Flynn who had one amazing game in Green Bay. It was the final weekend of the regular season against, I believe, the Detroit Lions. Had an amazing stat line, and people were like, oh, man, that was great, but no one's going to pay him. Oh, the Seahawks actually paid him. And then they ended up drafting Russell Wilson, and so Matt Flynn got paid a bunch of money and didn't end up getting the chance to play because the other guy was better. But the NFL teams have a rich history of of doing this. When they have hunger pains for the quarterback, they end up doing really wonky things. So can I see in my crystal ball a scenario where a team like the Texans or the Panthers put on the old adult bib there, and, and they go to Dick's Last Resort, and they have a meal, and they're like, all right, got to get something. Houston did that same thing. Remember Brock Osweiler, if you're old enough to remember that guy? That's stiff. Brock Osweiler, who played a few games for the Broncos, and Houston gave him, I think it was over $70 million, if I remember correctly, in Denver. So desperate times call for desperate measures. So would I pay Geno Smith? No. But some dumb NFL team, if Geno's on the market, will rationalize that yeah, he had a big first half of the season. He's a late bloomer. He's turned over a new leaf. Blah, 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 blah. They will reassure themselves that he's worth the game. Right. I wouldn't I would do it. Now, if Gino is franchise tagged and goes out and has another big year, at that point I'd consider giving him big money for like a two-year deal. But I ain't going to pay him if I'm the executive in charge and I'm doing the finances. I ain't going to do it because I don't trust the guy. All right, final point. So let's go back to the origin of this rumor, which started with Richard Sherman. So what do you make of Richard Sherman now getting into the rumor business? So this is by far my favorite part of the story. When Richard Sherman was playing in the NFL, he had a testy relationship with the media. He was the mouth of the Legion of Boom. He often took jabs at the NFL media establishment. He was obnoxious, annoying. And now, in this bizarro juxtaposition, Richard Sherman has become the thing that he despised. He's become that guy. You're that guy, pal. You're that guy. He's just another media hack throwing gossip out into the cosmos. How delicious is that? Chef's kiss is what I say, right? Now, it is also a reminder to watch out for the mind trick. When And I've heard this over the years. When, when you keep obsessing about something that you want to, say, avoid in life, and it's something that you loathe, that you subconsciously give it so much thought that you open your mind to whatever that is, to the possibility of going down that road Just to see what happens next. For example, how many times over the years has there been some politician who's, let's say, they're like they're they're against the the gays, and then they end up in an airport bathroom in a situation, right? So it's it's that weird uh, weird situation. So with Richard Sherman, he's like, ah, it was always critical of the media, and he was like, you know, now he's part of the media. Right, And Sherman has become just another media guy feeding the content machine with rumor, innuendo, and news, maybe fake news, hyperbole, and taboo, taboo topics of conversation. It's very interesting to watch this all play out. From when he came to the NFL, and he became a big star in the NFL, and then he was uh, driving drunk, banging on doors, and now uh, here we are at this point in the story. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, you can join the festivities here at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. Also, on the Twitter machine, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. If you want to be part, we'll take a bunch of these phone calls later this hour. We have Maller to the third degree. And next next hour, ask Ben, hashtag ask Ben. And we may use your question on the air on Twitter. Use the hashtag AskBen. You can also follow the show if you're not on Twitter. We have a Facebook page, which is Ben Maller Show. Make sure the show's in there. And also an Instagram page. If you're a booty model or you just appreciate booty models, we're on Instagram, not a booty model. Ben Maller on Fox on the gram. So you can check me out over there. Well, it's been one of the great mysteries of the Western world. Uh, Several years ago, Josh McDaniels had a head coaching job with the Indianapolis Colts, and then he said, No, I don't want the job. Well, who is being blamed randomly out of thin air for Josh McDaniels turning down the Colts coaching job, I believe six years ago? We'll get to that, and we will do it next
2: be sure to catch live editions of the ben Maller show weekdays at 2 a.m eastern 11 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field
5: The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
6: If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zyn. Find your Zyn online or in a store near you at Zyn.com find. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
4: I, don't know, I was drunk.
2: I feel like a ride on my John Deere. Well, now you may think I'm wasted, cause I blew a point for two. You might think I have a drinking problem, my cologne smells like a fresh brew. Well, lady, you know I chug you. You can be a one
3: percenter. Studies show that more than 244 million American adults listen to the radio each month, but only one percent actually contribute content. You could join that small fraternity of P1s on the Ben Maller Show. It is painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he's more than just a call screener. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop loop, Justin Cooper and he's at UH Bronco fan. I would add four inches. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Yeah, the claw's
4: unbeaten. We haven't heard from Half Pint since she called up to announce she was getting married. Hope they're, they're doing, a, doing well. They might already be married. I, don't, I went to the courthouse and filled out the paperwork. Who knows? Take some calls. It is a call-in show at 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-9966369. And we say hello to Angry Bill, who is up next as we began this hour ranting about the latest rumor mongering from Richard Sherman. Hello Angry Bill. We'll take that in
7: your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, guys? Uh Ben, I, I got to be honest with you. I was, I was stupid about the Tampa Bay Dallas game. I really thought Brady was going to give him a game. And as much as a, I like Brady individually because of his, what he's done, but he looked like Willie May sliding in the home plate in the New York Mets uniform. Is It's time for him to wrap yeah. it up. But, but Angry Bill, home.
4: like, here's the question he already looked like that. Like, why are you surprised? He had played like that most of the season. That was not out of the norm like I don't understand this is a thing people were giving me a hard time because I I, actually one thing I got right this last weekend was the Cowboys but Brady had played like that every time I watched the Bucs the the offense was was going the wrong direction most of the time so why did people think all of a sudden in a playoff game that it was just going to change that Brady was going to be the old Brady he was going to flash back to a couple years ago it makes no sense
7: he has to have a perfect team around him. He has to have a good defense. He has to have an offensive line. He goes back there. The second he gets back there, he's got the other colored uniforms jumping him. He he can't. He has to have a perfect
4: team. All around right. Well, so him. now look you're at, blaming look, everyone else. So you, you see, you 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 started out by saying he's washed up, and now you're like, well, it's not his fault. It's the offensive line's fault. fault. It's, it's fault. the other people's Forget fault. About faults. What? Look at all the other teams in the playoffs that have done well. They got you, you realize that any, any quarterback in the NFL, you know this, Angry Bill. You already know this. Anyone who has a great offensive line and great players will be fine. That's not how it works. you judge because pretty no one's good, perfect. Right? Pretty good. No, pretty no good. one. Well, there's a perfect example. Brock Purdy, right? But I'll tell you what, Brock Purdy playing there. Well, at the beginning of the year, that same team, I know there's some guys out, but Trey Lance lost to the worst team in football, the Chicago Bears, to begin the year, when he was the quarterback for the 49ers.
7: You can't take individual games. Look at this whiny little baby from Green Bay. It's $50 million a year, and he's finding out he's getting his comeuppance. Talk about uh, karma. Uh, you know, he, he whined his way to $50 million. got to give him credit for that. But... But well, if you that's karma, you,
4: I, I would like that karma, Angry Bill. If that's karma, $50 million every salary. Every day of the
7: week, Ben. Every yeah. day of the week, we're going to take exactly. that karma. Yeah. But the point is, he takes the money, he's got nobody around him, and then he wants to whine about his receivers or other things around him. He can take his hairdo and his team and send it where the sun don't shine because I'm tired of that crap. But he whined his way there. I was wrong. I kept complaining about him, but he whined his way to $50 million. What
4: about the ayahuasca? Can he take the ayahuasca
7: with him? You need, you need your players around you to be able to win. But Brady looked exceptionally lost in that okay. Dallas game. Okay? More than usual, he had a 7-9 and team or whatever it was and took him as far as they could take him. Okay? But... He's Willie May's right. life.
4: So I, gotcha. right. uh, I got you. It. All right. I got you. Okay.
7: I'm done with you. I'm done yeah, with yeah. you. So I'm done with okay. you too.
4: I'm going to hang up on you. That's what I'm doing with you. There's a funny quote from Bobby the Brain Heenan, the the great uh, heel in professional wrestling when I was a kid. And it was like he said something like that the money's the same whether you earn it or you scam it. Uh, the money money's exactly the same. Uh, anyway, it is the Ben Maller Show. As we press on, eight seven seven ninety nine on fox And we go now to the highways and byways of Arkansas. And we say hello to a fan favorite, a viral oh, 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 social media star. Sir oh, oh, oh. Scratch-Off. Hi, my buddy real quick. Alberto
8: oh, How you doing, Roberto? I don't know. Tom Brady of the Raiders, they want you to be a bell ringer. But he said he didn't have that many bells ring, so I told him it's too bad. Burrow's coming. What? Hey, you going to tell you something? You got a, a listener out there. I don't know if he knows what he's talking about, but his name is Green Bay Gobbler. You ever heard of him?
4: The Green Bay Gobbler? No. Yeah,
8: he said he sent you dropped something, but he picked up on my Twitter the other day and he been I mean he does weather stuff like that. He's been a real cool guy. But uh yeah. but I don't know he I don't know. He says he, he knows the show and stuff like that. Well, he might I know the show, but you, I don't that
4: name, I, I don't recall anyone calling as the Green Bay Gobbler. He must use a different name if he calls the show.
8: Yeah. And that old boy out there. Who? He's the cowboy. He's got the Cowboy star by his name. I can't say his name, but, you know, I told him good luck for his team. I don't – I think the last time Cowboy – wait, 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 wait. Are, think, we
4: now, are we now at the stage of our relationship where you're now giving shout-outs to random people you've talked to on social media? Is that where we are right now? No, I just – no, I just said. I, just I feel like that's point where point. we are. I feel like our relationship now—we're so hey. friendly that you are you're, you're you're working in these people that you chat with on an app, hey. and now hey. I'm supposed to be concerned with the Green Bay Gobbler and uh, Gobbler, no, he or whatever. Likes the show man. Who? He well, well I'm glad he likes Mr. the Podcast. show, but that's a that's a private conversation. I don't need to heard be a party of, of that conversation. I'm not part of that conversation. That's your well, conversation. I'm not part of that conversation. I'm not in that con- <laughs> I'm not there. I can't ever get
8: you. I can't ever get you to uh, uh answer my questions I sent them in, man, you know. So I can't get you on Facebook. I even got a new Facebook. Oh so, uh uh, pink, whatever. That's oh, we name. we right have a anyway. show page.
4: It's very simple. You go like the show page, and then you get all the posts that I send out on the show man, page. I already did that, man. I give you a five, okay. man. Your boss wants to give you a five. I ah, think well, thank no you. 10. There you go, a five, a five
8: but star rating no out there.
4: Yeah, amazing.
8: But anyway, man, this is, I got a picture of a Jim Bean bottle out there, and I told him about years ago. Me and my roommates, we decorated a Christmas tree up with paint bottles. Put a gallon jug up on top of a star. My dad been a preacher for years. He come over to visit. I'm like, oh man, dad's at the front door. And man, all four of my roommates like, we picking up that tree, putting it in another room real quick, man. You know, because dad didn't respect the alcohol stuff.
4: But was- all right, thank you. So we've just learned about conversations Go! with the Green Bay Goblin, other people on social media, and a Christmas tree with bottles and cans on it. That is a classic call from Sir Scratchoff right there. Contributing content to the show. And watch out, Roberto. That's the guy right there. Sir Scratchoff. That's your guy.
2: No? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the
8: number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Pauly and Tony Fusco Show.
2: Numero uno.
8: Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not... Our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do.
2: Yeah, listen to these dummies.
8: You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know
2: nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever heard Get he's still on point. the You're
8: line? off the show, oh, the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Polly and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
6: If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zinn Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zinn create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zinn is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally-derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn find your in online or in a store near you at slash find that's com slash n.com/find warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical
3: so ever the uh, kicker Brent Marr for for Dallas said that yeah. uh, four consecutive missed field goals in the playoff game against the Cowboys and afterwards you know Jerry Jones like asked going to get a kicker no no not going to get a kicker
4: Mike McCarthy
3: uh, also said that. Yeah, he did. Mike McCarthy is like, "No, no, Brett's yeah. good." Uh well, they, the Cowboys signed a kicker. Uh they, they brought in <laughs> Tristan Viscaino uh but to the why their would you ever qu- qu- these they said they wouldn't, Eddie. And if they
4: said they I wouldn't know. do it, why would they do it? They're you got to believe them. Liars. That's what the dumb fanboy says.
3: Why would you why would you not agree? Jerry said he wouldn't sign a kicker. He wouldn't sign a kicker. Well, they probably used that old maller maneuver where they said, "Well, at the time, I I meant what I said, but" That's my uh, now, proprietary times have changed, blend, and, That's
4: my proprietary yeah. blend, not theirs. How dare them?
3: So there yeah. you go. they're well, still, they they're still saying, kicker. yeah, they're still saying that. Yeah, well, Mar still the kicker, but we, we brought this guy in here just in case. Just in case. Yeah. So
4: I'm going to actually talk more about this because I oh, love talking about kickers. Yeah. Because there's a ratings quote, gold. There's a. Oh yeah. I, I listen that in 1979's Denver Nuggets talk, which we had earlier. But uh, no, no. They, they, listen, it's a good story. Because one of the coaches for the Cowboys said something, which is a dead giveaway. The Cowboys cannot play Brett Maher in the game against the 49ers. And if they do, they're done. Hot take. How's that for a hot take? You like that? It's hot take? Scorching. Yeah. It's going to burn up whatever device you're listening to. That's how hot a take it is. We're going to have the FCC call the fire department. That's how hot a take it is. Man alive. All right, we'll get to this Josh McDaniel story, It's a pretty good story. I think it's bullcrap, but it's a pretty good story, and part of me wants, wants it to be true. So we'll, we'll get to that. This portion of the Ben Maller Show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more, all your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So... If you go in the way back machine, Josh McDaniels, Patriots offensive genius, and he had agreed to a contract to become the new coach in Indianapolis. He never actually coached a game for the Colts. He wiggled out of the deal after agreeing to it. And there's some new reporting out on what exactly happened. And the report says that Josh McDaniels, the reason he turned down the Colts job after originally agreeing to take the job is because of his wife. Say what? Yeah, so the, the story uh, we, the story is this. So his, not that his wife wanted to stay in, in the Boston area, but his wife, Laura McDaniels, supposedly forced him. She's the one that wears the pants in the relationship, and she forced him to reject the Colts' offer. Why? Because Jim Irsay, the very interesting owner, of the Colts, he marches to the beat of his own drummer. Jim Ursay there had some very strange things going on and they did not his wife was uncomfortable because they had a meeting at Josh McDaniel's home in Massachusetts. And the story, which was relayed by uh, Outkick, says that uh, that that Laura McDaniels was upset because Jim Ursay took a Rather long bathroom break that he went to the bathroom and was in, in the bathroom. Now, what do you think she thinks he was doing in the bathroom? I I mean, yeah, Ursay's is getting up there. Maybe he's got a slow bladder, you know, slow prostate issues. He might take a long time to uh, to you know, take care of business there and go a number. Number 1, maybe he was doing a number 2. But you shouldn't do a number 2 if you're visiting someone else's house, right? Do we all agree on that that's bad behavior? You got to try to hold it. You can't do a number 2 when you're a, a, a guest. That's bad. That's inappropriate. So, what what are the other options? Did she think that he was doing some kind of pharmaceuticals in the bathroom or something like that? Like he was doing a little snort, snort? I mean, what what I, I don't know. I'm just throwing this out. I don't know, but Huh. Anyway, that's the that's the story on why Josh McDaniels supposedly turned down the Colts' job. His wife uncomfortable with creepy Jim Irsay. What is the proper amount of time one should go to the porta potty? Is there a proper amount of time? Is it like a minute? Is it two minutes? Is it more time for women? Less time for men? Two minutes the, for men. Two minutes for men. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, I've never. I've never kept track of that kind of thing. Let's go to the phones, and a person cashing a golden ticket from North Carolina. We say hello to Black Steve II. Hello, the Black ticket. Steve the Second. Racist. Go what he to wants to be known as. Yes. Go
9: Racist. Yes, good morning, guys. If you're in the bathroom for more than five minutes, you're playing with yourself. But <laughs> I want to use this golden ticket to address something very important to me, Ben. I need to bring it to the attention of the dozens of listeners how Steve Smith got snubbed out of the Hall of Fame finalist list.
4: Well, can you please up the number of listeners? Because if we only have dozens <laughs> of listeners, I won't be here. So I would like to think there's at least at least uh, uh, a few hundred, at least a few hundred. We only have we'll nine on loyal Coast, callers, we... but
9: we have a lot of listeners. Yeah. All right, the dozens of people that might give a damn. There you go. Okay. Okay. That's good. Okay. That's good. How do you feel about that, Ben? He's one of the top 10 wide receivers of all time. Eight yeah. all-time in receiving yards, 15 in touchdowns. In 2005, Panthers were bottom five in pass attempts. Steve Smith led the league in receiving
4: yards. Yeah. Well, this is obviously I think you want to give a crown this, that year, too. A... Hold
9: on, I'm not done. Oh, you're not I'm So not you, you asked me a question, and you kept going. You kept in
4: 2008, going.
9: 2008, the Panthers... Were dead last in pass attempts. Steve Smith, number one in yards.
4: Yeah. All right. Well, How here's... do you do this? Are you done?
9: They put Devin Hester in the finals list. <laughs> Devin Hester, a Hall of Famer. Come on, bro. Yeah. Well,
4: there's... your thoughts. All right. First of all, there's no rhyme or reason to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It is subjective. I have my own criteria. And my mm-hmm. criteria, which you're probably – you're not going to like my criteria. You know what my Hall of Fame criteria is? You don't know. You don't know. I'm gonna, it's going to blow your mind. To be in the Hall of Fame, you had to be like a regular season MVP, defensive player of the year, that caliber player. You had to make at least one all-pro team. You had to make an all-decade team. And can you talk about the history of pro football while you were playing without mentioning your name? See from that now he wasn't all pro Steve Smith. I don't think he made an all decade team. Did he? I don't think he did. So, I'm but he'll, sure he, he'll, he'll likely I, get I, I in. A, he'll, 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 he'll get in at some point. He was oh, come also, on Steve Smith. Of course he did. He's top ten
9: all the time. How did he have I, made an I all? I know pro? this is a big issue for he won him. Won the triple crown in two thousand five. How would he have made an all pro this then? All
4: right, he, triple crown. That's fine. That was two thousand five. What about the rest of his crew? How many? How many categories did, did he lead the NFL? In? I
9: did you listen
4: to any of my calls? No, I was. I I don't listen. It's talk radio. I don't listen. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> look,
2: all
4: right, fine. You want him in the, the Hall of Fame? Uh, what, what do you want me to do? I don't have a vote for the I Hall of Fame. I say vote say fine.
9: Steve Smith should be in the Hall of Fame over Devin Anster. Right. At all least right. in the finals. List. Just say it, and I'll hang up.
4: Well, I'm still upset with you that you, you, you were wrong in the game show the other day.
9: Well look, you, I earned you, this. I'm sorry. Cursed. I don't Brown knows you like Ferg dog does. I think he missed the spot by the way.
4: But Do you I want you to right, How about this? I'll make a deal with you. How about you admit that you broke the game show code of conduct by saying the S word and the F word and then I will say Steve Smith should be in the pro football hall of fame. How about that?
9: Look, I'm not too big of a man to apologize and I know when I was wrong. I do apologize to you and Eddie and the rest of the crew and the listeners for my potty mouth. I All didn't right. mean to say that. You know I, what? I was high, Ben. I was relaxed. I understand. And, you know, we're boys. And now that um, you've something. admitted
4: another Eddie Garcia sham game show, Steve Smith. I didn't say that. Hall of Famer. I apologize for my. No, accent. no, 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 no no no, other, no, 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 You no, implied. good. You implied. No, you you it, we're good. You implied shenanigans. I do shenanigans.
9: know it isn't fun. Uh, So you're
4: saying you did not curse Black Steve the second. It was the weed. that.
9: Well, I'm saying I'm turning in my golden ticket. I just passed the gold ticket, and that says it all to me.
4: All right. And now I'm hitting this button. Kaboom! Kaboom! (laughs) Yet again, man that has no integrity, Eddie Garcia. That's the kind of contestant he picks right there. All right, it is the Ben Maller show. As we press on, we're going to have Maller to the third degree. That is right around the corner. Here's the instant trivia. Blank has the most yards from scrimmage per game in the playoffs. Playoffs for a wide receiver in the Super Bowl era. Minimum five games. Blank has the most yards from scrimmage per game in the postseason for wide receivers in the Super Bowl era. Minimum five games. That's the instant trivia. The answer, we'll get to it next.
3: There is a widespread problem of boring sports talk. The Ben Maller Show offers a solution under the cover of darkness. We are 25% more effective at delivering zany hot takes than our competitors. We'd love for you to help grow the audience with a personal endorsement. Simply mention our show and tag along with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're growing the Maller Militia one new member at a time. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Exciting news, Eddie. This just into Fox Sports Radio. We have
4: decided for ratings purposes to time shift Maller to the third degree. And I know everyone's excited about that. We'd like to alert all the affiliates down the line. Maller to the third degree will be coming up next hour. And if you don't get next hour for some reason, then download the podcast. And boy, that content will be great. Here is the Insta Trivia. Blank has the most yards from scrimmage per game in the playoffs for wide receivers in the Super Bowl era. Minimum five games. Prop guy says the wildest or the widest receiver, uh, that would be Refrigerator Perry. Well, he was wide. That's quite the photo you found there of him at the L.A. Coliseum. With the Bears back in the day. Yancey Thigpen, guessed by Manny. Wally from Florida is going with Debo Samuel as his answer. Midnight Walker, says Viking legend Jake Reed. The way to go. Kenny Britt from Rob in Minnesota. Benito, the Cowboy fans, going with Sal Goodman as his answer on the Insta Trivia. Pete Davidson, guessed by Alf. The Alien O'Piner, uh, interesting uh, headline there. Future Hall of Famer Terrence Mathis, guest by Fields of Green. Who else do we have? Page down, page down. Toby Gerhardt of the Vikings, guest by Late Night Drug Tester. Cowboy Player says, future Hall of Famer Steve Smith. See, now you're just poking the bear. Black Steve II is still sending me Steve Smith propaganda on social media. How dare him? Lex Luger, the total total package, guessed by Rob in Vegas. Uh, Ben, it has to be Pinocchio, guessed by the cowboy killer. Will the Thrill, Dodger killer Jack uh, Clark, uh, guessed by uh, Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, Jack Clark, man, that, uh, oof. Man, oh, man. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, the Dixter parody accounts going with Jennifer Love Hewitt as his answer. All right, that's enough. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? This is very important.
3: Very important. Uh, not let's David go, Tyree again. Please. Let's go with uh, St. Louis Rams legend Ricky Prohl. Oh, that's a good good name, but incorrect, Eddie. It's uh,
4: uh, not Ricky Prohl. Uh, also, as I said, not David Tyree. Sorry, Patrick. DJ Patrick there in San Diego. The correct answer. It's a ram. Cooper Cup, 105 yards per game. Cooper Cup, you can ram it all day. You can ram it all night.